Hey, how you guys doing, man? I'm back again with another episode of the It Factor. And as always, I'm your host, Jeremy Robinson. And today we got somebody special as always. My brother, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Whoa, thank you, Jeremy, for the opportunity. My name is Michael Finkley. I am the host of the Michael Finkley Show and also executive director of the Finkley Experience and Educational Consulting Firm. Thank you for having me. Yes, so anytime, anytime, man. So first off, uh, how are you, man? How have you been? Whoa, good, good and tired, but it's a good tired, right? Uh, making things happen. I finally know what it means, Jeremy, to when people say I'm living in the dream, mm-hmm. I'm living in my dream. I know what that means now. But now I have to dream a bigger dream, but I'm living in this current dream now. That's, yeah, all, right. That's all right, man. So in you living in that current dream, uh, what opened you up to get to where you are now? Like even the experience in education and now having your show and things of that nature. Uh, what is your target target reason for doing these things? Wow, so I've always been a people person. So I've always you know, been there to encourage, to educate, to motivate, to inspire. And because someone did it for me. And I, I feel that through these different platforms that we have, you know, we're doing that, right? We're educating, we're informing, we're giving people a platform to speak um, their tale and tell their stories to get it to the masses. So I'm here for people. I'm definitely here for people to, to again, help them in any way possible. Mm-hmm. I like that, man. I like that. That's what we're here for, man. Help exactly. people to serve, serve humanity. We out here to give, give people like out here and let them know like, yeah, we're black people. Yes, this is what we do. But hey, I'm going to help you too. Like, I'm going to help you get to where I'm at and beyond. So Mm -hmm. I definitely feel that. So tell me about your time at undergrad at Allen University and how was that? You know, let's take a step back. So let's go back all the way to 2006, right? I'm first generation. So I knew I wanted to be in education. I had my first black male teacher back in the eighth grade. I knew I wanted to be in education, but I didn't know you had to go to college to do it. So 12th grade year comes about and I'm like, okay, I guess I have to apply to college. I went on a series of college tours with my co- with my high school and uh, at, ended up at Allen University. Now, mind you, I didn't know what HBC was. I didn't know what a PWI was. I just, I got there and I'm like, this feels like home. This definitely feels like home. I forgot that I applied that day. But a few weeks later, I got accepted. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll go to the first school that accepted me because I didn't know any better at the time, but I'm so glad I did because those four years made me who I am. I found my voice at Allen University. I was always pushed out front in doing different things, um, speaking, leading this, um, over this, and seeing that, all these kind of good things like that. And, you know, it was just an experience, an awesome experience. So I was there in my element. Didn't know I was there in my element until, you know, after, you know, all these things happened. So it was an amazing experience. Uh, I pledged an awesome fraternity, met some great people. You know, I enjoyed my HCU, HBCU experience. And if I would go back and do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change nothing because that's how much of fun I had. I had a lot of fun with it. I feel the same way about my HBCU experience as well, man. Like being at CAU was amazing. Uh, like I, like you said, I, I was able to uh, play as one of the greatest fraternities in the world, Phi Beta Sigma fraternity, you know. And uh, also, also on top of that, just the people that you I was able to meet, man. Like still stay in contact today, and uh, even how I put out this show now. Like when I reach out, it's like you want me, little old me, to be on the show, you know. So. <laughs> Right, 
right, right, right. So, man, um, tell me how has it been, you know, your time in education? What has been your your job, like the go-to job for you? Like, you know, being a professor, being a counselor, like what has mm-hmm. it been like, whoa, like, I really. That's a trick question because I've done so much education, you know, for these past 10 years. And, uh, you know, I loved it all. I, loved, I was able to experience so much. You know, I, I've always seen the traditional route when it comes to educators. They're either, they start off on the public school side and they go to edu- um, higher education. Um, and that's how they live their way out with their professional life. I did the reversal. I started higher ed, went to secondary ed, went back to higher ed, then went back to secondary ed. So I just kept flip-flopping back and forth, teaching and being a career coach or a college counselor, um, you know, adjunct professor, um, advisor, just so many different roles. But at the end of the day, it's all about the student, right? I had those great examples when I was at Allen and I brought that with me. And every job that I've had, every position that I've had in higher education or secondary, I'll bring it to the, what I've learned to that next position to make me an even stronger person for that student to be successful in their life. Because at the end of the day, it's all about them. So we go off with the live with our students. Right. And uh, that's, what I, that's what I love. That's what I definitely love. That's all right, man. That's all right. I'm about to take that with me because I want to transition from the tech world into being a college professor. And I'm going to be in your line, man. Like, hey, look, man. <laughs> Come on, let's go. That's what network is about. We networking right. over here. Right. So, man, what is your it factor, man? Why you do what you do? Oh, I do it for the people I serve. I've learned in this life that the process of what we go through, it maybe in our degrees or you know passing the test to get to the next level, um, just life in general. The process is for us. Right, the process to make us stronger, for us to improve, to learn about ourselves, in order to get ourselves to that next level. But the results at the end of that process for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So we have to prepare ourselves in that right to prepare for who we will serve at the end of that process. So it's for them. This is why we do what we do. It's for them. This is why we have the platform, the educational business. It's for it's for everyone else. It's for everyone else. Not for us. Nah, you right about that. You right about. It. I love that man. So in that, I will ask, um, so tell me about the Michael Finkley Show, man. Wow. How did it come about, man? My brand new baby. Okay, so picture it. You know, last year in the pandemic, everyone's kind of like twiddling their thumbs, what we're doing at home, right? And so uh, I've always wanted to do something like this. I just never knew how to get started. I was other people, you know, you should try it this way, or on this form, and that thing. But in my mind, I already knew what I wanted. In my mind, I'm just like, well, what this thing is not gearing up to what I really want. I knew nothing about editing a video, how to invite people on. Like, if I invite three people on, how would I feel? And I'm saying no to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I feel so devastated. I just want to stop. But, you know, during the pandemic, you know, again, we're just home doing basically nothing. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This is the perfect time for it. Mm-hmm. So April 13th of 2020, we launched. Our first show was about distance learning, the trending topic at the time distance learning, and um, we interviewed teachers that we knew, we interviewed um, students that we knew, parents that we knew, and we brought them on the show, and it was a hit. People were looking for this, right? I'm like, okay, well, what's next? What's next? Hmm. We talked about nursing. We talked about, uh, you know, just different things, different things. We wanted that variety. 
won the variety. Like, yo, we found the platform to inform, educate, and inspire. So that's what we plan to do and continue to do. We're in season three right now, and we're just moving forward. It's amazing how this awesome Yoga World of Blessings has come about. Um, and looking when we had to dig and dig and search for people, now we're getting emails on top of emails from agencies and artists themselves or people that just that watch the show and say, I want to get my, my, my kids on, right, to for the world to see what they do. And we're that platform for them that usually, you know, these people don't usually get these like, big platforms like on a Oprah or a Kevin Hall or, or a Kelly Clarkson show, right? We are that, we're that platform for them. Again, inform, educate, and inspire. So we're going to do it until God says, don't do it anymore. So we're just, uh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. I respect, that. I respect that, man. What's one of your ultimate goals uh, coming along outside of the show? You know, like probably like a life goal. My life goal. I feel, I feel that's going into that bigger dream aspect. Um, uh, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that before. What's the what's the goal? Um, again, it has to include people, right? And right now, I'm comfortable saying I don't know what the goal is right now, and I feel that's all right because as we continue to live this life, um, you know, we we will the fog would get clearer for us to really see what that ultimate goal looks like. I know this will help with that goal, so we're going to continue to do this while we're waiting for that revelation to come. It's coming. It's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say, uh, do you have any questions for me? Oh, wow. Oh, so why did you decide to um, get in front of the camera and invite people on to talk with them? So to be honest, man, uh, in college, I studied computer science and engineering, just trying to like find somebody that looked like both of us. Like, hey, how am I going to do this? And on YouTube, trying to figure it out. And uh, even going to a whole HBCU, having people that teach the technological classes that don't even look like me, it was so much like back and forth, like, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this. And then as time went, I said, you know, as I got good in class, I told myself and I prayed on it. And I said, you know, once I am in a good place and I graduate, I'm going to come back and do YouTube or something. Or I didn't know how I look, actually. I was just like, hey, I'm going to try to do it and happen to have media friends. that were like, yeah, let's do it. You're going to help me. So, and it's still been going to this day. And uh, like you said, even reaching out to people, it went from that too, like trying to see how I'm going to say something to them, asking my fiance, asking my friends, like, man, how should I say this to get so-and-so on the show? To now people like reach out. And then also the beautiful thing is just people just saying, man, I like your show. Your show helped me know that I want to do this now. Or man, I didn't know that an emotional life coach did this. Or like those type of things would really that can kid that made me happy over a fall or anything like that. Like just people reaching out and telling me you're doing the right thing. So I started the show just to help other people. And that's why it's doing good now. And I'm happy about it. That's amazing. It's amazing. And you have more lives to, to touch and to serve as well. You mentioned your fiance too. Congratulations. You just recently got engaged. And so I know that, you know, a family will come in the future. What legacy do you want to leave for your future children? Uh, I want to leave a legacy of my children just knowing that, you know, not one of those, yeah, this is your dad name, but I want to leave behind, you know, some substantial, like something that they can look like. I'm an author. So that book, you can take that book and show that, hey, my dad wrote this, you know, or my dad started the It Factor and now it's my company. 
I want my kids to be able to see that legacy and know like what it was to to be like their father. Also, getting the legacy of believing in themselves and helping others. Like if you if you're not helping anybody else, you know what are you doing? So I definitely want them to know that changing the narrative starts with you, and also just you know take the high road always. That's my thing right there. Like take the high road always, no matter how that looks. Try to do it, and also just know it starts with you. So. That's it. I'm not going to ask anymore because we're going to be on my platform soon. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. Thank you, man. And that, brother, that's, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, before we close out, you have any shout outs, anything like that? All righty. So, first of all, shout out to my family, mm-hmm. my awesome mother, Carol Finkley Nixon, um, my sisters, Caribbean and Rakia, my little brother, Marcus, my dad, my stepfather, Isaac Nixon, my Father Jerry Owens, these people believe in me, believe in the dream. So we're going to continue with it. You know, their prayers are always with us. And also to the greatest network in the land on Roku TV, we have the Greater Works Network. And at the hem of that is Nicole Everett for believing in me and taking me on when she could have just said no. But thank you so much for believing in me. So, man, in that, that's the it factor, man. Hold on. <laughs>